0: Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Blues Talks. I'm your host, Icy Blue. Uh, I hope you guys are all staying well and safe. I know it's been pretty crazy out there lately uh, with lockdowns and and such, but uh, I'm really glad that you guys are stuck inside and you guys get to listen to me. Um, This is, uh, I believe this is the eighth episode of Blues Talks. Uh, Thank you again for joining me on this journey. It's definitely been a long time coming. Uh, And we're almost done with this segment, so uh, it's really good to finish it out. Um, I've got with me uh, via phone, because of the crazy uh, stuff going on, a very, very good friend of mine, I've been working with him for years upon years, Uh, Audix, uh, of Audix Sound, how are you, man?
1: Good, man, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good, as good as I can be, at least. That's good. <laughs> um uh for, yeah, if you guys don't know Audix, uh he's uh one hell of an engineer. He does all of my music. He's been he's been helping me with my music over the years and he's helped me grow to the artist I am and, and things like that. And he's also a really, really well known DJ around here. He's been DJing uh, how long have you been DJing here in Utah? Oh man, uh twenty twenty four years. Twenty do you say twenty four years? Twenty four years. Oh man. That is so dope. Um <clears throat> what um what kinda got you started in like DJing, if you don't mind me asking?
1: You know, I uh I just uh I kinda fell into it. I, I don't know I don't really remember the exact story, but I just kinda fell into it and started messing around with it and then ever since then people are like, Hey, I wanna book you for a show and the show's <laughs> got bigger and bigger and bigger and <laughs>
0: That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely been to a few of your shows, and they definitely pop off. Hell
1: uh, yeah! <laughs> Absolutely. Uh,
0: what's the um, What's the biggest crowd you've ever done? Uh, biggest crowd would be
1: to date twenty thousand. Do you
0: say twenty thousand?
1: 20,000 is when like I first year. started when I was traveling. Uh I was doing a lot of DJing out of state and out of country. Uh I got signed with this label and uh and uh did it for a few years. Uh, and this is all in the 90s, late 90s.
0: Yeah. Dang. <laughs>
1: so That's super yeah. crazy.
0: <clears throat> um it's uh it's definitely really interesting when you go um, you know, from like a a very small crowd to a very very big crowd, I imagine the energy is a lot different for sure.
1: It is. Um, I do I do kind of notice like after about five thousand people, between five and thirty thousand people, it doesn't seem any different. <laughs> Cause five thousand people is a lot of people, you know. <laughs>
0: do do you feel like you um? Do you feel like you lose some of that? Uh, I I don't know how to say it. Like I guess person like. The personality of people, like, once it gets to a certain number?
1: Oh, when it gets bigger, like, I don't know. It just depends on the sound system. It's like, number one thing with that is you have to have the sound to fill a crowd like that. If you got a sound system that can fill a crowd like that, then, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, but, like, uh, but I do notice, uh, when I do even smaller shows, I kind of enjoy more of the, uh, You know between 50 to 100 people um nowadays and and even back then too it just seemed a little bit more intimate and it seemed like people got way more into it oh yeah Uh, yeah for sure because they were closer to me they can you know give me a high five or something you know really close and, and on a big arena show a massive uh the uh uh, You can't. You're usually. I'm usually about a hundred feet away from people, and I just look like an itty bitty guy up on stage. You know. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, people do say I look a lot taller on stage, but when I come down, they're like, "I thought you would be taller." <laughs> <laughs> oh right, man, thanks. that's I'm so not that short.
0: <laughs> I remember. I, I remember having a conversation with you about um, how when you're doing a set and you really want to get the people going, you have to just like look at one person. And get that yeah. one person hype. Is that the same for like big shows like that too?
1: It is actually, yeah. As soon as I uh, point, it's it's a trip too. When you, when you perform in front of a crowd like that size, you point at one person in the crowd, they get super excited, and it's amazing. It almost looks like a wave <laughs> coming out from that one person, go hitting everybody, and it's just unreal. That's crazy how it works. Yeah, just the human connection. You know, you see that connection just connect all the way through the
0: crowd. Yeah, and I, I I, definitely imagine that stuff is like addicting too. Like, once you see one person get into it, another person will jump in and so on.
1: Oh, Mary, I, I'll, I'll DJ until I'm deaf. <laughs> <laughs> until I just can't hear any longer. Yeah. And even then, if they can make something where I can feel the beat. I'll still do it. <laughs> I mean, hey, if, if if
0: fucking Beethoven can do it, you can do it, dog. Mhm. <laughs>
1: exactly. I don't think that guy ever heard him play before.
0: Yeah, but... <laughs> I don't think he did either. <laughs> um, I know that. I know that your, um, you know, your genre of music is definitely more the, you know, trance and like uh, the EDM world. But what kind of hip hop do you like when you do listen to it? Oh, hip hop.
1: Um, I kind of like. Like that real hip hop, not that, you know, radio stuff. Yeah. Um you know, I like some stuff from like the strange label and and uh, you know, a few other uh, you know, guys out there that just they have something to say. Yeah. And it's not about the beat. They just you know you can hear every word they say nice and clear, you know. That's kinda my favorite. Um um or like old old stuff, you know, like Tupac, you know Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Even like I, I listened to a lot of Two Short, you know, a bunch of other artists, you know, back then. Yeah, old G Z, you know. OGZ, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hip hop is definitely different than it was back, you know, twenty, thirty years ago. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's changed in so many ways. It's really unreal. It's almost a, a completely different sound now
1: it is it's, uh, it, if anything a completely different genre yeah so yeah it's uh, I don't even recognize what, what's being played on the radio I mean, I'm Like, <laughs> what is this no, I can't I mean, tell if it's uh, like I don't think it's hip hop but it's some sort of weird <laughs> right pot, pot, pots and pan thing and stuff you know <laughs> yeah I think I don't know what's going on man I don't know if I'm just getting old but I can't understand them <laughs> freaking word they're saying
0: you know I mean that's that's definitely with some like mumble rappers I think everything is just like there's so much genre mixing that like hip hop is just mixing in the pop and and it's all just becoming one thing yeah it's all
1: like kind of mixed with trap or dubstep and you know hip hop and everything it just seems like it's uh music is starting to blend together so much that it's I don't know I I don't even think it's hip hop anymore
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, yeah, Yeah. it's definitely really crazy, but it's cool. It it is, it is cool to kind of see that growth and and to kind of see, you know, where things will go from the future. I mean, I'm still hopeful, um, but, you (laughs) know, (laughs) I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold my breath, but I'm okay with it. I I think people, people in the end, at the end of the day, people are always going to do what they want and they're going to do what, whatever makes them happy when when I'm all for that, you know what I mean? Whatever it
1: is. Well, and hey, and I can't hate on that stuff either because they're making money. So. <laughs> yeah, they're they're they're
0: out there doing it right now,
1: <laughs> you know. And that's all that that's all they're trying to do, you know, is just make a living from it, you right. know. Uh,
0: so, so yeah, I, I, I you know uh, I mentioned that you know you, you are an engineer. You've been you've been doing that for quite some time. Um, uh-huh. I wanted you to kind of talk to me the process of kind of what got you started into into doing that kind of stuff.
1: Well, engineering, um, I kind of, I knew how to kind of do some stuff uh, before um, uh, I had my first internship, uh, which was actually at Studio E. Yeah. Yay! That, yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, just just so people know, Studio E is where uh, me and a bunch of homies, we first started like recording there. We did a lot of our first stuff there, and, and yeah, Audix was the man.
1: I surpassed, uh, my, uh, it seemed like I, uh, surpassed my teacher, uh, quite rapidly. I had a lot of people only, you know, but he only wanted to work with me and, and stuff. Uh, not saying that he was bad or anything. He just, I don't know. I think he, uh, was just trying too hard, trying too much. Yeah. Know, had too much going on. And I just wanted to do simple, you know, like.
0: Take it one step at a
1: time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, I think Eli was, you know, he was trying to, you know, jump through so many hoops and, and do a lot of different things when, if you just would have kind of just been one track, I think things would have, I think you would have been less stressed. Yeah. Um, did you, I mean, did you ever like, um, did you ever re- record any kind of hip hop before Studio E at all?
1: Uh, Yes, actually, um, I had recorded, actually, before Studio E, I probably recorded two songs. That <laughs> 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 were not mine. <laughs> let me my <laughs> But uh, before then, I was doing producing. Uh, I was producing music and stuff. That's actually kind of why I uh, went out of country and stuff and performed out as I was doing a lot of my own productions. I mm-hmm. uh, haven't suppressed on vinyl. and Yeah. And, uh, yeah, um, so I kind of knew my way around, uh, I did uh, an audio workstation. For sure, so. <laughs> yeah. I think you knew what all the bells and whistles were. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. And then, uh, when I got in, Eli just kind of, kind of showed me how to use some analog gear and, and, uh, um, different mics and stuff like that. And I learned a lot, uh, uh, working there for, I think it was, uh, about two years. Yeah. About two years. Yeah. yeah. And, uh. Uh, yeah, and then ever since then, uh, as soon as he shut down, I, uh, he gave me a whole handful of equipment, and I was like, here, keep going, man, and I was like, alright, and then, uh, here I am
0: today. That's awesome, man. Um, did yeah. you, did you find, like, um, did you find, like, r- like, recording hip-hop harder than another genre of music, or perhaps, like, working with, like, a band, or...
1: Uh, no, actually, uh, hip-hop is probably the absolute easiest, uh, um, you know, if I do R&B singers, I'm using way more tracks, doing way more layers, yeah. um, uh, mix downs take uh, drastically longer, yeah. uh, they can take up to about two hours, opposed to half an hour, <laughs> maybe 35 minutes, yeah. um, and sometimes an hour, if the song is heavily affected, you know, it really depends.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of depends on what a song is
1: exactly exactly um, I think the hardest thing I've ever had to record is rock bands really oh yeah yeah so especially if they want a lot of the rock bands prefer to play everything all at once I like to do just like here give me a drum track here give me a guitar here give me a bass and these guys are like oh no we can't do that I rely on him you know when his time changes up and then I do it and blah 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 I'm like just pretend you know it's, <laughs> it's kind of hard to work with them i I recorded one rock song uh, at Studio E, and it took over nine and a half hours. Oh, my God. Just to track it. That was it.
0: Good Lord. Nine and a half hours?
1: Yeah, and that's one song.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I can't even imagine how long their album would have taken.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're releasing the EP. It's two songs. Woo! Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh man that's hilarious they were
1: Um, they were being they were uh paying hourly too so which wasn't too bad for me but they uh after that first song they were like man we gotta gotta get our shit together (laughs) yeah i know dropping all that money
0: for one couple tracks you know
1: oh yeah they were like man that's that song cost us almost 780 bucks to do and yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I
0: would be, a, I, I'd be like, lose, I would lose my mind if something cost me $700 and it was only two projects, two little tracks. That would oh, be yeah. insane. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was nuts. And, uh, yeah, and the guy, I guess, uh, he uh, he didn't want to bring in his drum set but i had a, a v drum kit too and he had a big problem with the electronic drum kit i guess i don't know yeah. it was a it was a big mess <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um, yeah cause i had to, i had to put earphones on everybody so they can hear the drums cuz you know when you're tapping around on one of those things you don't hear you don't hear uh, the drums out loud you know
0: yeah i've worked sure. with like i've worked with like a couple of bands and i mean it's always like i don't know it's always a weird experience because I think bands, like, at least bands here don't really necessarily know how to, like, fuse rock with hip-hop. I think they just, it's really foreign to them for some reason.
1: Yeah, well, out here, Utah is kind of a very unique sound. It's either, you know, you got that in-your-face hip-hop, or you've got heavy metal. You don't have, like, that, you know, just happy, you know, rock or whatever. Maybe a couple bands, but they're from California, so nobody worries about them. Right And... uh, but if they're from Utah, they're like metal, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like they are screaming at your face.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever met really, like I think I've met maybe one kind of like light rock band Yeah, out here. But it's been, but everybody else, I, I could probably name off about 12 bands right now from Utah that are all metal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't know that many, like I know a few a few bands here and there, but like I think they're just so uh they're so in their own network. They have like their own circuit of, you know, where their music goes and and yeah. uh, the shows that they do. So yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely a definitely a funny funny experience, funny path. Um <laughs> I I want to talk to you about uh I want to talk to you about like your um your like so concerts, concerts that you've been to. Uh, what was the first concert you ever went to?
1: my first concert I ever went to was what was it oh it was corn 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 <laughs> yeah and they uh uh what was it who opened up for them? uh it was stained
0: wait really
1: yeah Air, yeah you know Aaron Lewis oh or, yeah or, I
0: know yeah, yeah,
1: yeah stained yeah stained yeah they they opened up for uh corn it was when they were still they only had like Three songs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to a stained and corn concert as well. Um, uh-huh. I doubt it was the same one, but uh, yeah, this
1: one was back in two or ninety nine, I think, or maybe it was
0: two thousand. Oh man, it, it may have been the same one. I'm not sure, but I know it was.
1: You know, I think it might have been ninety nine. It might have been.
0: Wait, was it at the uh, was it at the E Center or the Maverick Center?
1: Yep, it was okay.
0: Not, hey, we went to the same show.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was up in the. Uh, they had a. You know the booths that they that they had up that go all the way around the place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I worked for Sundance Catalog at the time, and we had, they had a booth, so I got a free ride in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! They were like, "Yeah, you want some
1: corn tickets?" <laughs> uh, <duh>. sure. <laughs> it was not okay like it was the most okayest concert i've ever been to
0: really nice i'm not
1: going to lie uh watching corn now on the other hand is a little bit more wild because they have something to prove now but yeah.
0: uh it's it's <laughs> but, uh... funny that uh my my buddy scott said on the last podcast that like you don't see a lot of like new bands and stuff like that like doing shows but you can still find all these old ass rock bands like fucking corn and all that shit still playing shows today
1: Oh yeah, corn comes out with somebody new out here in, in in Salt Lake every year. It seems like they were yeah. out here with like offspring one year, uh, Rob Zombie the next year. Like it was they had what was it the uh, the the tour of the Dreads or oh, something yeah, like that. Yeah. It was him and Rob Zombie? Yeah, I think <laughs>
0: I think fucking Pod was there too.
1: Oh yeah, Pod. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> those guys. God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> kind of.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they weren't really one-hit wonders, but... <laughs> they were. If, if you listen to their stuff now, you only people only recognize one song, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's just that <laughs> one
0: song. And people don't even know the name, like, they just know the melody. They're like, oh, it went like this. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I honestly, I'm trying to think of the melody right now, and I can't think of it. <laughs> I can hear his voice, that, that kind of attitude in his voice. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of had that feel to him. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, I, I do, I like going to rock concerts, so I think they're very
1: enjoyable. I
0: almost enjoy rock concerts more than I enjoy, like, hip-hop shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I've been to a couple of hip-hop concerts, and they're a little bit scarier, but in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Rock concerts, you gotta watch out for that one fat ass that's gonna come and hit you and <laughs> knock you on your ass and, you know, you're like, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> no moshing! You were too big for that!
0: <laughs> I think there's a lot of misconceptions when, like, people hear about, like, rock concerts. Like, they think it's gonna be this, like, intense, you know, thing, but I think everyone is you know, really there to, you know, hang, hang out and enjoy the show and kind of be a family, that's what it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> It was even that way when I went to Slipknot. Like, I went to Slipknot expecting, like, this hardcore, like...
1: Was was it the one in
0: 2001?
1: Yeah. Dude, that's a I had backstage passes to that one. Oh, what? (laughs) That was actually my ultimate concert. (laughs) That was
0: a a good show, but, like, I didn't feel, like, weird about it. Like, I didn't feel like, oh, someone's going to get fucking stomped out for fucking, like, uh, there's going to be a gang fight here somewhere. I think everyone was just wanting to hear Slipknot music. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh i know yeah it was kind of crazy uh, that it was almost like a like it had that kind of peaceful feel to it but people were like jumping around and having fun and stuff and yeah, yeah i was i was kind of it was the first time i've ever experienced a concert like that that was kind of more me- on the m- metal more metal side yeah and like a massive like mosh pit didn't You know, storm storm out. I know there was, like, a couple little ones here and there, but... Oh, yeah. Nothing too
0: (laughs) nuts. And and even even when they do do, like, mosh pits, I think everyone, like, you know... I think they know the rules and conceptions of it, and, like, Mm -hmm. they don't ever let anyone get stomped. I think if someone falls, they all back up and let that person get up and and things like that. It's very respectful.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, after that, that... concert that we were talking about i remember walking through the hallways uh uh, leaving that place and there was guys just blood all down their face (laughs) i was like wow that's yeah it was too bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you know and you know that there's gonna be like a concerned mother that's gonna pick their son up from there being like oh my god look at that guy i can't believe he went to that
1: Douglas, I told you not to do
0: that. <laughs> I'll never buy you tickets to this again. <laughs> oh man, so funny. Um, I, I, so I want to talk to you about kind of like um, of kind of like your uh, genre of music that you would normally listen to. I mean honestly, I've known you for a long time. But I never know like what you're actually like gonna to listen to on a daily basis. So what are some of like you your know, favorite artists these days?
1: You know, it's kind of a funny funny thing. Um I, I don't listen to one single genre. My my music styles are really uh bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll be sitting in my vehicle and I drive, you know, half an hour to work, half an hour back home every day. And uh I I'll uh I'll listen, I'll be listening to, like, drum and bass. Okay. And then I'll, yeah. like, go to trance. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, an R&B song will come on. You know, like, <laughs> and I'll be singing my brains out. And then a metal <laughs> song will come on, and I'll be headbanging the whole way. you know? <laughs> and I can only imagine what the people, like, outside of my vehicle, you know, I'll have, like, my window cracked or something. And I know people are listening in on it. And they're like, how did he go from... Kevin Campbell, all the way up to, like, or Babyface, all the way up to, like, <laughs> uh, Slipknot, and then back down to German Bass. Like, what the hell is going on with this guy?
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, that, hey, you're just, you're musically versed, man. It's, it's, a, it's yeah, a gift. Yeah, I, I love it all,
1: and I think it's, I don't think it's a certain genre I like. I think it's a certain feel that I like. Yeah. Like, I gotta have that feel. It, song has to be in, well... I guess they have to have more than just a I hate songs with like little three note melodies. Yeah. Only a few words can pull it off and ninety percent of them are not it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I th-
0: I think it's um I think it's definitely uh it's definitely tricky uh when you have somebody that's trying to do one certain thing um uh, but then they just they simplify it way too much and they don't even put enough into it. And it kinda of oh, makes yeah. it hard to listen to.
1: Yeah, and that's what it kind of I noticed too. um, You know, when the CD thing kind of crashed. Yeah, like there was like one year everybody was buying CDs, and the next year it was everybody was buying MP3s or you know LimeWire or Napster or something, you know. And uh, you know, CDs kind of died out, but it seemed like every time I went out and bought a full album, I was buying the same song—an album with 19 tracks—and the first song was like. All the other songs sounded just like that first song with different lyrics, and it was starting to, you know, kind of irritate me. And there's a few artists out there that didn't do that, but... Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucked. I just spent, like, 20 bucks on a CD, and...
0: <laughs> and it all sounds the same.
1: They all sound the same, you know? And uh, it, and I just... I don't know. I'm just not down with that too much, but...
0: Yeah. I, I feel that way when I do listen to, like, um, like EDM music. Like, it's... It's hard for me to it kind is. of differentiate like what's 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 this and what's that and and uh, yeah yeah
1: that's why I listen to singles on that I I will never buy like a full on album except for like some of the drum and bass artists are still like kind of the old pioneer like super producers yeah. that uh you listen to a whole album and you're gonna get an album full of different of everything yeah. Um, even though I have listened to some awesome drum and bass artists, you know, albums, and they all still sound the same, but yeah. I'll pick one song out of it, and I'm like, "The song's awesome. Thank <laughs> God I didn't buy the album.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, who, yeah. who are, um, who are some of your, uh, favorite producers? F- favorite artists? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. You um, can do, like, trance or drum and bass or whatever.
1: Oh, shoot, I don't know, man, um... I can, I can name an artist from every genre and, and <laughs> I, I like this artist. I like this artist. I like this artist. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to, really hard to, to pinpoint, you know, like hip hop, you, know, uh, you know, I'm, you uh, know, I'm, I like, uh, uh, shoot, uh, Notorious B.I.G., Tupac, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, uh, and then I go into like R&B. Uh, uh, I like Blackstreet, um, Tevin Campbell, Babyface, uh, uh, Tony Braxton. You know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, even as old as like the you know the late seventies, early eighties, Stevie Wonder, Donna Summer, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Or Gap Band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it, uh, it is, uh, i'm <laughs> serious I, I will listen to all those tracks and i will be mixed with everything else <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and funny. then you know drum and bass you know Methius, uh black sun empire uh fred v and graphics uh you know and then i go into house i like uh well, I, I'm not going to go there. I'm actually kind of in a house-hating mood right now. So. <laughs> uh, trance, you know, same same thing right now. Yeah. Me and Trance, are not getting along right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you have, the, you have those days, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, I have a lot of, like, favorites uh, amongst it. It's just... Uh, You know my criteria for a song being a good song is you know the key that it's in, the feeling from it. If I can almost feel the artist pour their soul into it, if I don't feel that, I don't really like it much. Yeah. So
0: I feel that. Um, I know that one of the one of the ones that you did show me. um, I think it was was it sorrow. Sorrow, yeah, yeah. Sorrow is is stupid. Yeah. Yep. Just like the, the 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 beats that they have, I think they just are in their own genre themselves. But it really it just is. it takes you away to where you don't even need words, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of weird how that how uh, I don't know. It's just yeah, the song almost the music almost talks talks to you, and it's really glitchy and it changes a lot, and it kind of takes you on like a on a road, you know, like a trail, and you just don't know what's going to happen next,
0: you know? Right. Yeah, it's nuts. And you've shown me quite a few uh, mixes. What was that one uh, where it was, um, Where's My Money,
1: Bitch? Oh, uh, gosh. You know, I actually don't remember. (laughs)
0: Oh, man, that was such a good one.
1: If it was a house song, I, I... I definitely probably won't remember right now, because me and House are not getting along
0: right now. Okay, wait, wait. When you say you're not getting along, what do you mean? Elaborate a little bit on that.
1: So, right now, I'm kind of listening to certain genres, and some of these genres are not changing. They're just sounding just as old as it was when the genre first came out. Okay. And that's when I start drawing the line. I'm like, man, this is like ten years ago. I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> it's the same old warble sound, bass. You know, I don't know what it, whatever they call
0: it. You know, bass cannon sound. You know, I'm so done with that. You know, I feel you. I feel you.
1: Yeah, yeah. There is some. Um, there's like a one uh, an artist that I've been kind of listening to. He is kind of house, but he also does drum and bass and trance. Really. He is, like, a super hardcore multi-genre, and like apparently he's, like, super famous on, on YouTube or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes by Matt Zo. Matt Zo. Yeah.
0: Okay. M-A-T-Z-O, and the guy is, like, a genius. Really?
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is about everything he, li- like, I can hit his genre and still listen to his, you know? I'd be like, <laughs> wow! <"Wah." laughs> Mind
0: blown. That is dope. No, yeah, I <clears throat> I like when you get I like when you get art uh artists like that. Uh what artist for me um is like um like big gigantic. Oh yeah,
1: Big Gigantic. Yeah, from what I hear Manzo's kind of like that uh, kind of a little uh like kind of insane upstairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you know that's <laughs> good because you kind of have to be like that to make that kind of music and you know yeah get out there you know yeah that's you, what makes you get out there
0: you have to do you have to do what feels right you know what I mean
1: yeah it's extreme one,
0: it's one of those things but but yeah that's why um I mean that's why I like uh big big gigantic they really I think they kind of step outside of their groove I mean not all the time but. Um they had the uh oh what was it called it was the uh, oh, it was
1: gigantic. called oh, I wonder if it's a different artist I'm thinking of
0: <clears throat> because what I'm thinking of is uh, it's called there was one called it was called uh, All of Me it was All of Me oh
1: you know I, yeah, I'm talking about a different artist yeah you're okay Big Gigantic that's
0: a different artist yeah that the, the yeah. Nadiri remix or the Nadari remix or something like that yeah yeah
1: yeah Uh huh.
0: that track fucking blew my brain apart when I heard it <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know, man. Some of these artists, man, that are coming out right now, like, you can see, you can tell the difference between the ones that are just copying everybody else and the ones that are like genius, yeah. you know? Um, but well, yeah, I mean... A few of them are definitely fit in that category. Yeah.
0: And even, like, I remember uh, I heard um, uh, Banks from you, too. Oh, yeah, Banks, hey, man. Dude, Banks.
1: I, I, I can't believe she didn't even make it that big. But <clears throat> she was phenomenal.
0: I think, you know what, I honestly think she does, like, have her own little cult following.
1: Oh, I wouldn't doubt it, for um, sure.
0: I've met a few people that know who Banks is, and at first, no one knew who she was. And then, finally, oh, yeah, people know. started playing her music, and they're, I'm like, oh, you know Banks? They're like, uh, yeah, she's dope.
1: Yeah, she's way dope, man. <laughs> <laughs> And whoever the hell was making her beats, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was. Kind of, it's kind of like that really weird, eerie, but really cool, like exciting beat, you know. Yeah. And, it's, and then what the, the effects they do to her voice is that like, just made it really cool, and it and it helps too that she has an awesome voice. Well, you her know?
0: her voice is so goddamn unique.
1: Like uh-huh, i heard, is,
0: yeah. I've never heard anybody sing like that. There's that song oh, called uh Better. Oh yeah, Better. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. That song completely blew me away. 100%. Yeah, that's probably one
1: of my favorites as she does.
0: Yeah, and it, it it's not even like just like her voice, but even the way that she sings, like she has like uh she has a cadence to her um that is super, super crazy. Um that oh, I don't yeah. think a lot of people have these days. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, she she's super dope. She dropped that one album. Um I think it was called Goddess, I want to say. Um but that whole album was just amazing. Like there's so many good oh, yeah. songs on there. Oh yeah. And they don't even sound the same, which is which is crazy.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, I know. They're kind of nuts.
0: I feel the same way about um do you know me- you know who Mo is? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I feel the same way about Mo. Like I love Mo. Uh-huh. She has like this this weird weird cadence to her, and she has, um, just a crazy voice, and she kind of tweaks it in a weird way, but it's but it's super dope. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I like when you, I like when you can find, uh, you know, females uh, artists who can like really deliver, especially on like a hardcore like like drum and bass track or like a trance track. It's, oh yeah, it, yeah. It's super <laughs> sick. It's dope.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely dig that kind of stuff, man. <laughs> um
0: what's your uh what's your favorite genre to like um like record or to like engineer? Um R R&B. and r and B's your favorite?
1: It is. Nice. It's uh, <laughs> it's more challenging, more um it just it takes a long time.
0: Yeah. It's funny, like, <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I, I go to Audix's to record, and I feel like when it, when it's me there, and I'm recording, Audix is like a good, like, moral support buddy. Like, he's always like, yeah, that, that sounds great, I like that, oh, you could probably do that a little bit better, you know, but anytime time that I bring, like, a singer in there, he turns into full-on football coach. He's like, all right, okay, you gotta get in the game, K. Oh that take? What, what were you doing? I need you to breathe it out. Come on. Really and <laughs> Really let it loose. Come on. Okay, you know you gotta okay, we gotta put this on this. Alright, let's get some more highs in there. Can you go higher than that? Try. Go ahead and try.
1: <laughs> you know it's so true too. <laughs> like, and, oh. and I don't even think about when I do it too. It's just like natural. Yeah. It kind
0: of <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, it, it is, you know, it is interesting. Like you have a lot of different things that you have to work with. It's not only the words and stuff like that, but it's the way that you sing it. It's the layers that you put on it and the emotion you put behind it. Like there's lots of people that can sing their fucking voice box to death, but if there's no emotion behind it, it's going to be a fucking shit track.
1: Oh, it is definitely, and uh, and I kind of noticed too because, like with uh, certain R&B singers, some of them can sound emotional but are really not. Yeah. And I kind of can feel that a little bit too, but they can still produce a really good sound. <laughs> or there are singers that you know they really try their hardest, and you can just hear it. But it's really hard to work with them because you know they get when they get too excited about it they uh get pitchy and stuff like that yeah so usually with those ones i you know i talk a little bit more calmer and i'm like it's okay let's relax let's do this again you know and i kind of you know do little things and you'll notice like my personality will change from singer to singer whether you know i need them to get a little bit more uppity or i need to have them like slow their roll you know
0: yeah (laughs) oh yeah
1: because so, too much emotion, it's they're just going to be out of control. Not enough emotion, and it's just going to sound boring.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree there. And it's like it's the same way with me. Like I remember, uh, I mean, it's not all the time, but there was one like particular song. I think I was, I remember I was rapping it, and then like you were like, "Hey man, like just put more emotion behind it." And I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll try it a little bit harder." And then I put too much. You're like, "Whoa, slow down, not." Don't get too crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it, and it just depends on the song too, you know. Some songs you just kind of have to get a little crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you know.
0: <laughs> do you do you find um do you find male or female voices harder than the other?
1: Females are much harder to work with because they're really thin. Okay. Um, and you have to layer them. Up quite a bit more and stuff to make them sound better. Yeah. Um, unless they're uh, well seasoned um, and they have a lower register, like a female voice, if it's a lower register, yeah. it kind of comes out a little bit thicker. And then males, of course, they're always in a lower register, except for a few. And then, you know, it just really depends. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, it's because of the register that they sing in uh, that makes it a little harder. Because uh, females are generally a little bit higher than ma- males, so. Yeah. <clears throat> but I have heard women that do sing higher, and their voice is so full it's it's almost too full. Like, I had to <laughs> hear my my microphone back a bit, you know. Like, man, hey, get your mouth off the mic, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man. <laughs> do you find Do you find like um, Do you find a lot of singers don't really know? where their, like, range is? Like, they're just trying to hit so many different things when if they were to just find their range, it would have been all right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've had a lot of singers come through that were...
1: Like, almost the majority of the singers I have come through here are uh, very inexperienced. Yeah. And, uh, but... Uh, it's easy to work with them and they kind of feel it and, you know, and it's a lot of it has to do with like their nerves and stuff too, Yeah. but, uh, especially at first, but if they keep doing it after their nerves are kind of relaxed, it's like, eh, maybe you should find a different singer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or if I'm in one of those moods, I want to be like, "Hey,
0: you suck! Get out! You suck! Get out! <laughs> what are you doing here?
1: You're wasting, You're our wasting
0: time. my time." <laughs> exactly. could have I it
1: better myself?
0: <laughs> and then, and then also, and then I imagine you have those people who who do come in and they want to sing, but then they just can't.
1: Yeah, I've had people. I've had two artists in particular. I'm not going to say any names um i don't know if i've even showed you these tracks before but they were kind of a long time ago and they came in they're like yeah i can sing and blah 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 and they come in and it sounds like somebody broke the tone arm on them like (laughs) it sounds terrible (laughs) (laughs) it's like somebody beat the strings on a guitar with a hammer and then somebody tried to play something off of it
0: (laughs) it was bad oh man (laughs) I know I've definitely had my fair share of times where I've come into the studio and I've tried to fucking sing things, but then i just I just
1: can't, yeah, it just does not
0: work the way i want it to.
1: you you're you're about twice as better as those people, were, so.
0: <laughs> God damn that's a compliment,
1: yeah, it depends on the key but yeah <laughs> um
0: so um so yeah, so i mean you you've had your own studio for a while. Um, mm-hmm. how hard do you find it when someone sends you something that they need mixed down or, or they they need mastered? Like, how hard do you usually find it to do, to clean up somebody else's mess,
1: I guess I could say. Oh, oh I tell them, um, uh pretty much, uh, 99.9% of them. I know pretty much how it's going to come through saying so <laughs> through a drum mic or a condenser mic with no real compressor yeah. and, uh, you know, just a, like a preamp for it, you know, and that's it. And, uh, uh, when I get those, those, uh, songs in, I pretty much tell them, like, Hey, you know mastering is not is not gonna it's not the magical wand you just sprinkle over you know <laughs> magic and boom, it sounds perfect. I tell them it's gonna sound like a polished turd <laughs> <laughs> if, if I get it and it sounds like a turd, it's gonna only be a polished turd when it's
0: done. <laughs> yeah i mean you gotta have you gotta have the uh the basics down first before you can really step into the the final plate of it all,
1: yeah yeah exactly. But I do, I, do, I do get a lot of that, and a lot of people that send me tracks like, "Hey man, can you master my stuff?" and and it could be any genre too, because uh, some people, you know, they don't understand. You got to stay in key. Your beats got to be in key, and then when I tell them, "Oh yeah, it's going to cost me about you know three four hundred dollars to do your track," and they're like, "Why so much?" Because <laughs> you don't know what you're doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> hey real talk though I mean that's you gotta know what you're doing
1: yeah exactly you know and if they knew half of what they were doing they would know not to send that track to me
0: <laughs> have you ever um, have you ever got sent a track that was just so bad that you literally had to send it back and tell them to fix it
1: every day <laughs> <laughs> not every day but pretty dang close man <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like no dog this is not right do it again yeah
1: Oh, yeah. I'm like, man, who recorded your shit? That sounds like you're underwater. <laughs> you know, or, <laughs> or who produced your beat? <laughs> can you get me the stem files? Oh, I can't. I, I, I produced it off some app off my iPhone. <laughs> uh, I can't work with that, dude. That's not professional. <laughs> What if I record my vocals on my iPhone and they can do my auto-tune off my iPhone and then send it to you? Can you make them sound better? Posh, no. turd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I don't know what they expect you to do with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's only so much I can do, you know. If there's not a, the proper amount of compression, the proper amount of, you know, whatever, and then background noise is like the absolute biggest thing.
0: Really?
1: You get a condenser mic and you're in an open room, there's no nothing I can do about that. Yeah. Nothing. It's going to sound like a polished turd. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say.
0: I and I think there's a lot of people that just, you know, do in-home studios now just because, you know, that's this day and age and they don't want to actually go to a studio to do it.
1: Well, and studios are so expensive nowadays, too. Yeah. That's why I've kind of, you know, I've kind of uh, dropped my prices down. I'm kind of coming back up just a tad a little bit, but nothing too, you know, out of control Um not nearly as much as some of these other guys that do have the quality that I do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. And I I also know that you're really big into uh, into Cubase. Yes. Um, what are some of the just I know a lot of people that do produce and I always tell them Cubase Cubase and they never really get it. Um. Go ahead and tell it tell us some of the advantages of using Cubase for recording.
1: Well, um, you know, like with all other programs, they all have their plus and minuses, you know, you got Ableton, um, and then you got, uh, Logic, Pro Tools, Cubase, Fruity Loops. Um, I'm pretty sure there's quite a bit more out there. I've heard some weird ones I don't even understand. (laughs) (laughs) How they could even be a program, but, um, you know, I produced off of Logic. I really enjoy producing off of Logic. It's a good program, yeah. but it's good for production. I don't find it being very suitable for recording vocals. And uh, the uh, workflow doesn't match what I need it to. It's just too many clicks. takes too long. for it's, And Pro Tools is the same way. Yeah. There's too many clicks, too many fast keys, too many all this and that and this and that. And it's a disaster. And I see all these guys messing around with, and I've sat in sessions with pro tools and I've used pro tools myself. I even uh, went to school to use pro tools.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and honestly, it's just, it's a, it's a mess. <laughs> it's like 15 year old technology modern day and when they call it hd they put hd on it and it still sounds the same (laughs) (laughs) and you still have the same annoying fast keys that you have to push four different buttons to record you know it doesn't make sense to me you know just uh and you probably don't have to push four different buttons to record but it's you know there's just so much to it and a lot of people argue well it does more no cubase does the same and more it's just a lot easier to do. The tools are a lot more accessible. I don't have to hit a whole bunch of fast keys. I click and I'm in it instantly. Yeah. You know? And uh, and Logic was the same way. Logic was really good with uh, producing. It was the same. I felt uh, like the same way key was Keybase. But with uh, recording itself, Logic's not that great. Pro Tools is not that great, even though that's mostly what Pro Tools is for as you know, recording vocals, you know, recording. know live instruments stuff like that you know
0: yeah
1: um i know you can produce with it and stuff i would never do it because i think it's just counterproductive (laughs) (laughs) but cubase uh the benefits to cubase there's one of the most popular plugins that's called a vst Uh and uh uh everything uses vst everything and uh, every plugin out there, you know, if you want like Ozone, you know, if you're mastering or like, uh, gosh, uh, you know, autotune, all that stuff, yeah. they all plug in VST. GBase invented VST. So, so yeah, their support is a little bit more solid with VSTs, so that's why I choose that, so. Nice.
0: I like Cubase, yeah. I I think Cubase is really super solid, it's it's super user friendly, um, and I think it, it has everything, it has possibly everything that you would need, like literally anything you need it's there.
1: Oh yeah, anything I need to do to like a vocal, or for production, or anything, I feel like I could just fly through it all and not even, you know, worry about my workflow, my workflow is solid, yeah.
0: you know. Yeah, I remember like a few a few times I would come in there, and be like, "Oh man, I wish I could make this, you know, my voice sound this way." And you'd be like, "Oh, I can."
1: <laughs> As a matter of fact, I can do that. <laughs> well, in their library, their sound library built into Cubase, you know, they got the whole Yamaha motif, um, you know. Every sound that that keyboard came with, you know, it's one of the legendary keyboards out there. Matter of fact, Yamaha owns Keybase.
0: No, okay, I didn't so, know that.
1: Yeah, Yam- yeah, Yamaha, yeah, it's uh, it's all a Yamaha products. So.
0: Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's
1: from Germany, so Steinberg, so you know, Keybase. on that.
0: Yeah. And they always have
1: updates. Uh, I get updates once a year um or at least you know bigger updates and stuff and it gives me a whole bunch of new sounds and new plugins new sound effects
0: it's dope and
1: they're just growing like i would say if i were still using it at version 4 i would kind of be like eh, yeah let's go kind of pro tools <laughs> but after like version 6 or 7 i would be like yeah keybase is 10 times more solid now and then <laughs> nowadays it's unsurpassable yeah yeah, it's uh, just the uh, the amount that it does. But if someone is used to using the workflow in Pro Tools, they're not going to really get the workflow in Cubase. Right. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah, that's dope.
1: The workflow is is much much different.
0: Yeah, I like uh, it. I, I mean, if you guys out there, if you guys have not tried Cubase, I definitely recommend giving it a giving it a shot. I think you'll love it. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, before we get out of here, really quick. Um, so. I know you've been in the game a long time. Um, uh-huh. I, uh Do you have any advice for any, like, up-and-coming DJs, like people who are doing trance, who are doing drone based, who are doing trap, uh, and trying to make a name for themselves as a DJ here in Salt Lake? Like, what, what advice could you give them that, that would help them succeed the best?
1: Uh, learn music theory. <laughs> <laughs> music theory. Don't waste your time with anything else. Learn music theory. <laughs> okay don't learn how to do any of that crap yeah. learn music theory first music theory is like number one and I've had I've had so many producers and stuff send me stuff and they're it sounds like the person that made it is tone Deaf or deaf <laughs> <laughs> so music theory
0: music yes. theory helps
1: and it's yeah music theory and it's even great with uh, DJing too DJing and key and all that yeah um, you know it's all You know, you gotta know your keys. Yeah. Music theory, and that's what basically any music has. Music theory, you know, kind (laughs) of. It's a it's a pretty rough course. I'm not gonna lie, and it's and uh, you you go out and buy the Idiot's guide to music theory. It's still 300 pages long.
0: Yeah, it's still gonna kick your ass.
1: <laughs> you're still gonna kick your ass. You're the idiots,
0: <laughs> um, what? So. What about when it comes to like, uh, like, let's say you know they do have everything they need, and, and what what advice you have for like mixing down their tracks and, and mastering their tracks? Because I know EDM is way different than hip hop.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if you're just starting out and stuff, um, it's good to learn how to how to uh, mix down and master your own tracks. But that's many, 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 many years. Try to find somebody that can do it for you. You know, it might be worth paying a little extra buck and it might that your track that extra kick. Yeah. So, to get it out. And then as you're doing it, you're learning how to mix your own tracks down, you know, and as you're going. And because yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure that engineer will give you advice. I, I definitely do, for sure. Oh, yeah.
0: I feel like I've learned a lot just from recording with you. Um, oh. I think I think probably if if given the opportunity, I could probably mix down my own track now. Maybe
1: you probably could. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you, if you mix down the same way as I do, you would have, have, have to have my exact same gear. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you could figure it out, and you know, and kind of mess around with it. And I'm pretty sure you would figure it out.
0: Yeah,
1: even um, just by watching me do
0: it, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah, because so- you kind of know my process, my my uh, effects chain and all that you know like what I use in order and stuff so
0: yeah yeah, I think it's a lot of like patience a lot of patience like you're not going to go into this um, you know knowing everything right away uh, it's definitely going to exactly. take time
1: well and I think the biggest thing that too with a lot of people that do make music and stuff like that or do the stuff on their own is uh, it's really hard to, like if you're sitting there and you're producing your own beat and then you try to mix it on your own beat you maybe might not get that exact sound that you want because you're trying to fight to get the exact sound that you that's going through your head. And if you don't get that sound, then you kind of get discouraged, and then the song kind of reflects that, yeah. you know? And then he send it to someone else, they clean it up, they send it back, and you're like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, how would you do that? But it's you have to kind of look at your own stuff as kind of someone else's, you know? Yeah. When I mix it on my own set, I produce it, and then I step away from it for a couple of days, and I come back and I just like, all right, I gotta master this dude's track. <laughs> it's my own track, you know. <clears throat> yeah, so, I think so. you have
0: to, you have to take everything just kind of one step at a time, and uh, yeah, you're you your own
1: worst critic, pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: There's been so many so many songs where I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have said that, or oh, I should have taken that out, or I should have changed that. Uh, But then, Uh when I ask people about it, a lot of people don't care. Like, they don't give a shit. They're like, this song sounds good, man. Why are you letting yourself down?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I definitely think we're all of our own worst critics when it comes to music.
1: Yeah. But any advice for anybody anybody else, you know, just keep doing it. If you love doing it, why the heck not? (laughs) Uh,
0: Exactly. If it's going to make you happy, just fucking do that shit and don't stop.
1: That's right, because even with music, even if you're happy, you'll still be pissed off
0: at it. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I think you're always going to have me. something to gripe about.
1: Yeah, I can get a nice, uh, nice keyboard, too. Especially one that can handle a punch or two.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's what I need to I need to invest in a keyboard. I definitely really would like one. That'd be so amazing.
1: Yeah, and money, I can take a hit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, sure. <laughs> I I I mean, I definitely I, that's one thing I've always wanted to do too is like learn how to play piano and, and things like that, and learn how to play an instrument, because um, I think it would just help me with my melody. Because I think melody's the one thing I struggle with a lot when you know music these days. But
1: yeah, creating your own melody.
0: Yeah, I think that's yeah. the hardest part about it for me, uh, and I keep working it. That's pretty
1: rough. Me. I I know like two guys that are really good at it, but that's like two guys out of. Have... 300 artists I've worked with
0: yeah <laughs> and like really super good at it yeah but
1: yeah it's it's still tough it's way tough
0: yeah but you can definitely still do it and still make it happen so that's that's the best thing of all Absolutely. I mean eventually it'll like, start you know yeah
1: as soon as you work with that a little bit you're like oh I'm gonna change this song. I'm gonna go up higher right here and lower here okay we're good you know yeah
0: yeah it's 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 harder when you're not when you don't really try you don't put any effort into it you're just like oh well i guess this is as good as it can get uh yeah that is going to be the good it's get if you're not going to work
1: at it exactly (laughs) and people will hear that too in your music and they're like yeah it's the most okayest song i've ever heard
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh god that's hilarious hell yeah alright well we are reaching the end uh, Audix dude thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your day to to kind of talk with me about this stuff and join me on this podcast yeah
1: absolutely I mean I got my notes to do you know <laughs> <My nuts.
0: laughs> I know god we're all everyone's locked down right now it's crazy alright well everyone thank you again uh, for joining us uh, Audix do you have um, do you have any plugs that you want to tell people where they can find you at or where they can uh, reach out to you if they want to do some work
1: well, um no <laughs> <laughs> Because
0: I can't do anything for anybody right now. That's okay, yeah. And, Get,
1: and then I'm pretty sure after it like everything goes away and stuff, I got a lot of catch
0: up to do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Two to be H when Audix is available, but keep keep your yes. eyes peeled. He may make a Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. <for sure. laughs> oh yeah guys, well thank you so much for joining us and I will catch you on the next one.